Peace, love, and blessings, my beautiful people. Welcome back to the Spirits and Poetry Podcast Frequency. I am your host, Jorge Quintana, and this episode is titled Spiritual Reset. So let's just address the fact that I took a long break. I originally intended to come back in November, but life happens. I've been reassessing. This episode is titled Spiritual Reset because that's exactly what I'm going through. I'm I'm resetting my spiritual journey. I realized that, yeah, I've learned a lot of things, but I can't say that I learned it in a way that was that was helpful to my growth. I mean, I've addressed this in the past here or there, maybe maybe not clearly enough, but you know, there's a reason people go for teachers and mentors. There's a reason why why that structure is helpful. It, it gives you an order. Like someone says, look, I, I've I've been down this road before. And I can tell you what you need to what you need to really progress in a way that that makes some kind of sense. There's some kind of order. That's the reason why I've I went back to school. I went back to school for film. I've I'm like five weeks in now, four weeks in. And it's because I needed that structure. Yes, I can learn on my own, but but really when when someone who's experienced can give you that structure, it, it's different. So that's where I've been. And so I guess before I get into what spiritual reset means, uh, I'll just kind of catch y'all up a little bit on, on me. So when I, I stopped recording, I believe it was October. And during that time, we had a big event at work. We had a Dia de los Muertos event, and it was just kind of all hands on deck, and it took a lot of time. I also produced my first mini documentary which you can find on YouTube. And if you follow uh, me personally on Instagram, Jorge Quintana Poetry, you can actually find the link to it in my bio. And, and that's the first, my first film, really, which, which is so exciting. And it's, it's a film that explores the, the stories of altar makers and, and essentially asks the question, why do we remember? Why do we have this, this, this day of remembrance? And since then, I kind of just went through a burnout. Nonprofit work is, oh, it's, 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 it's exhausting in, in a beautiful way because we're doing really good work. And, and I love my job. I love all the stuff that I do. And so that just took so much out of me. You know, I've been a part of, of, of a writing group, All City Writers. We got a name now, All City Writers. We're having our first show March 4th here in Sacramento. Yeah, for any of you that are local and, and want to tune in, for any of you that, that can't tune in, follow me on Instagram, Jorge Quintana Poetry, because that's where I po- that's where I will be posting excerpts. I posted one of my set at uh, Teatro Nahuatl's Cabaret, and I'm, I'm working on a one-man show. So that's the other part. You know, I'm, I'm doing my creative work. I've, I've returned to, you know, doing more Instagram reels. I took a break from that, too. So I, I really just hit a wall. I hit, I hit a a big burnout. And I, I was starting school. I was I was like, okay, now I got to balance work with school and all these other projects that I'm doing. So I've, I've been kind of MIA, all coupled with the fact that I, I didn't really know what to talk about anymore. I, I, I addressed this the last time. Uh, I think it was the end of season three. I'm not quite, I'm not quite sure when, but it was just the fact that I just felt like I didn't have anything more to share. When I started this podcast, I was really approaching it from the stance of a teacher 
where I, I was acquiring a lot of knowledge. I was very hungry to learn. I was practicing a lot of different disciplines, and I wanted to share that. So the first two seasons really comes across this more of a teacher tone. I had so much knowledge. There was just so much more to talk about. Come around season three, I, I start to realize, ah, you know, like I'm still trying to teach. I'm trying to tell a narrative. But that's where I started kind of hitting this wall. And so season four was really when I'm like, I, I'm not a teacher. I, I, I don't know anything. I, I know nothing. And it's 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 an experience that is both humbling and freeing, where now I don't feel the stress of of trying to teach you something. Instead, I feel the, I guess it's the need to continue to learn, to continue to grow, to continue to explore my humanity and and be gracious with myself. And in the process of sharing that experience, perhaps offering you, a validating, like, just confirmation of, hey, be patient with yourself, be graceful with yourself, and and uh, explore yourself. I, I don't, I don't, I don't really know exactly, and that's another reason why it took me a while. I, I wasn't sure if I was coming back. To be honest with you, I, I wasn't sure. I, I guess, with the podcast, um, I try not to make it about numbers, but sometimes I think, well, who's really listening? You know, I, I I don't get like thousands of downloads. I, I'm not able to, I guess, make any kind of return on investment with the podcast. So is it even worth putting all my time and effort into it when there's a lot of projects coming up? And, and I will share, I'm, I'm getting more opportunities, more paid opportunities of not just performances, but now film that, that are coming out and about. So I, I try to ration like, this is a time where I'm I'm trying to build wealth and is the podcast doing that for me? But the crazy thing that happens with the podcast is there's so many moments where people reach out to me about it. I'll I'll be talking to someone this and they say, Oh, I heard your podcast or or someone who who supports the, by the way, those of you that continue to listen, all of you that have hit me up you know, to talk, to, to ask me, you know, when's this next episode coming? Thank you. Just, just thank you for listening. Thank you for holding me accountable. You are the reason I returned because I'm not saying that it's a lot of people that listen, it's, it's, it's but the, those of you that do, I appreciate that, that this is a frequency that you tune into and feel something beautiful. And that's why I came back realizing that, you know, this is, if I make it about the numbers regarding anything, I will always fail because, you know, when, when is enough enough, right? But I've had so many beautiful experiences of people talking to me about the podcast and it's nice. It's nice. Not in a, oh, I feel famous kind of shit, but damn, like I put these words out. I put my experiences out there. I've been, you know... How do I say it? I've been I've been challenging myself with, with different parts of being a podcast host. So those of you that that like listen and appreciate it, just it just it just means so much to me. This has been a passion project for so long. And and and, and thank you. So, yeah, I, I, I returned and I realized, well, what do I have to share? I think for me right now, the experience that I have is, is just as a performer 
the the discipline that has gone into to my craft. I'm also screenwriting now. I'm taking a class on screenwriting and I'm loving these stories. I'm also wondering if I can potentially like like do a like a table read of these scripts, but like like get like actors to come in and voice and then do some sound design and present like this story kind of like they used to do with radio back in the day. I don't know they still have those kind of like those stories. Um, it's like they, you have whole plays or novelas playing over radio. And, and that would be very interesting. I, I, I'm not committing to anything because, you know, time, but that would be that would be cool. But anyway, that's that's enough about about that. That's where I've been with these projects and along that I'm I'm resetting my spiritual journey. So I've been learning a lot, right? But now I'm at a point where okay, it wasn't very constructive. How do I restart? And and the most useful piece of information I learned along the way was the importance of being present. And that's always easier said than done. You know, people are always going to say, "Hey, you know, be present in this moment." enjoy this moment, right? Be present with those that that you love. Don't be so absorbed in your thoughts. Don't be, you know, so absorbed in your work or whatever. But what does it mean to be present? And how do we practice that? I guess another, another another like personal side note, um, (laughs) I'm not, I'm not saying I have it, but that my mom is the one that kind of confirmed it. My partner has been telling me for years that I could potentially be on some form of ADHD spectrum, uh, attention deficit hyperactive disorder. I'm very active. I need to be doing something. And and my mom brought up that as, as a child, the doctors would say something similar. I, I forget how it, what it's called in Spanish. Uh, uh, I'm not even going to try to try to remember right now. But so, damn, see, now I went on this tangent. <laughs> Why did I go on this tangent? Oh. Uh, I'm 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 not even gonna cut this part out. This this is part of the process. Uh, why? Okay, present. The importance of being present, like just the way I just got lost in my thoughts. That happens very often throughout my day, with ideas, with with pieces, with creativity, and just right now with this episode. So okay, so I'm gonna keep that in there as just an example. So how am I present with myself? I'm always so busy. I'm always working in my head. And as I was learning, practicing all these, you know, hermeticism for me is a big foundation. Hermeticism really does inform my method of of approaching spirituality. I have episodes on hermeticism, and, and I talk about it often, but just a quick recap on what hermeticism is. In my opinion, I am no expert, by the way. There are, there are people on, on YouTube, there are books. Um, the Kabbalion and the Hermetica are two books that I recommend. They're like big tests. There's, there, there's another one. I think it's like three books, but there's really not a lot of, of core knowledge about Hermeticism. But it's a set of seven principles, and I'm going to try to remember them. Please look them up because I'm probably, I always miss one. It's the principle of mentalism, the principle of vibration, the principle of rhythm, the principle of polarity. The principle of gender, the principle of, let's go again, the principle of mentalism, vibration, correspondence, rhythm, gender, polarity, and there's one more. Uh, Anyway, so uh, these principles kind of break down 
just these are essentially like axioms or or laws of the universe and ultimately hermeticisms hermeticists believe that everything is is interconnected it comes from one being which is reference to the all the first principle the principle of mentalism you know kicks off this idea that everything is a mind like everything we experience is the mind of one supreme all encompassing entity and i to me that that hermeticism is what aligns the most with what i believe it also has this scientific quality to it like the principle of vibration everything vibrates science proves this molecules even the solids the ones that where the molecules appear at rest nothing is 100% at rest so i highly recommend it for any of you looking for uh, a spiritual philosophy or i guess hermeticism could potentially count as a religion to get behind but aside from that the most helpful piece of information was just coming back to the now and for me i'm only able to stay in the present moment very briefly i skateboard as a hobby and that to me is really the only time i'm able to be the most present cuz i'm pushing with one leg i'm balancing with another i have to look ahead for any any cracks or rocks that could potentially throw me off my board but i I've I've found that in times of stress, like let's say there's there's days like right now I have a lot of my plate with work, with school, with with balancing my relationship and my time with myself and all my projects, where I find myself so stressed. But then when I realized was there are times, like right now that I chose to record this podcast episode, where I have time to myself. I have time where it's not about you know a deadline, it's not about a homework, it's not about you know finishing up a project that I need to for, you know, a client or whatever. But I have time to just relax. You know, this podcast episode doesn't have to be a stressful experience. There are times I'm in the shower and I'm thinking about work and I go, why am I doing that? Or or it's like, you know, 11 p.m. And, you know, I'm not going to be doing any work. And yet I'm thinking about it and I'm telling myself, yeah, there's work that needs to be done. But I'm not going to do it right now. So why am I stressing about it? Why am I working it out in my head when physically this is a time for rest? So for me, it, it's being in the present goes hand in hand with accountability. If you're going to give yourself work time, that's awesome. But when you, if you need to schedule out rest time or if it's time for you to rest, you really need to hold yourself accountable to do so. And I'm finding that for me, resting takes a lot of work it's it takes a lot of effort for me to actually relax rest be at peace it's a lot of work and and it might sound counterintuitive because for me it's easier to work and it's really hard to rest for some of you it may you know be no issue to relax and it's the opposite to get yourself to work but either way what does it mean to be present I find that the harder I try to be present, the less present I actually am. The more you're physically trying to be in the present, the farther you are because you're forcing something. This is where Taoism comes in. And I, I hate to bring up this, you know, this whole religion, but it, it really does speak to it. There's a part of the Tao Te Ching where Lao Tzu talks about the Tao is unknowable. The concept of the Tao, kind of like the Hermeticist, the all, the everything. 
is unknowable. You will never be able to understand it. You will never be able to grasp it. And yet, you can be one with it. And this paradox gets to the sense of that we will never be able to grasp the infiniteness of, of you know, the, the mysteries of the universe. The, we'll never be able to grasp what it truly is, what it means, what it comes from. But at the same time, we can find some kind of harmony with it. And so being in the present is kind of like that. It's not about trying to be in it. It's about allowing yourself to, and I don't want to say allow yourself to be, but essentially is trying to not try. And for those of you who that makes sense, good. For those of you where you're still not getting it, I'm going to try to break it down, but it's tough because essentially what I'm saying is to be present, you have to try not, it's like you're not making any effort to do anything. Being present should be a no effort. You're not trying to do anything. You're just sitting. Um, A lot of times in meditation, people will tell you to focus on a certain part of your body. There's a meditation where you're sitting, you're breathing, and you, you draw your focus to your feet. You know, what do your feet feel like? Are they hot? Are they cold? Now bring that, you know, that focus up, you know, your calves, up your shins. Bring that focus up to your knees. What do your knees feel like? Are they hot? Are they cold? Do they hurt? Now bring that sensation through your thighs. What do your thighs feel like? And that moves up to your lower abdomen, lower back, up to your chest, your shoulders, down your arms, spreading to your hands, up your neck, you know, up your mouth, nose, ears, eyes to the top of your head. But what that is doing is, if you notice, when you try to focus on nothing, a million thoughts, you know, come by. But when you focus on something, that's where your thoughts go. So now let's do it again. You focus on your feet. But as you focus on your feet, you're also listening. Listen to my voice as, as, as you, you focus on your feet. And also, as you focus on your feet and you listen to me, just look at whatever is in front of you. You just look at it. So focus on your feet. Look wherever you're looking. Listen to my voice. How do your feet feel? Now move that awareness up to your knees. Just feel your knees. Listen to my voice. Look at wherever you are. Bring that attention to your thighs. And you can do this exercise with your abdomen, your lower back moving up. There's this uh, Midnight Gospel episode that really talks about that. And when they tell you what do you feel is you feel presence. What does the inside of your hand feel like? And that's, that's kind of what being present is. If you notice, you will, we'll never be able to turn off our thoughts. Meditation is about focusing them into, a, how do I say this? It's about, fo- it's about the focus of your thoughts that eventually give you a brief glimpse into nothing. Where if you focus your thoughts, right, where a thought comes up, you, you, you let it play out, and then you let it go. There's going to be a, a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a second between the next thought that comes up, between that thought that just went and another thought that's coming up. 
that second is what you're looking for. And for me, I, I got to the point where I could think of nothing for like a second or two. But now I feel like I'm a, a, a lot less disciplined. But more than anything, I've been meditating for years now, maybe three, four years. And I can't stay present for very long. But the goal isn't to just be nothing, think of nothing, be present all the times. But I find that when I'm the most stressed and I'm thinking about work, I come back and I tell myself, okay, be present here. What do I feel? What does my body feel? I'll, I'll like rub my thighs and just kind of create a sensation that helps me focus. I breathe. Breath is the key. In every spiritual practice, meditation, whatever, your breath is your anchor. Make sure you're breathing from your, like your, your belly, not from your chest. You want to do what they call the vase breath. You're breathing from your belly. You're exhaling with intention. And, and being present is, is a practice. And that's where I'm starting. I also, the reason I chose this is oftentimes when I have questions, I have this habit of, of looking, scrum, you know, was it scouring through the internet for answers? And often I find that the answers to our questions come the most easily when we ask a question and we allow an answer to come to us. And to me, in my opinion, that is the most easily done when we're not forcing an issue. There are times where we're going to need to, and that's understandable. But again, drawing back on Taoism, you know, the action of, of, of inaction, as, as they do it, I forget, I forget the word in, uh, that they use, but it's the action of inaction. Letting things play out. There's a phrase that says, be like God, don't intervene. And obviously, we're really good at intervening in our own lives. My, my partner was just watching That's So Raven for the past few weeks. And for those of you who don't know what That's So Raven is, the premise is Raven Baxter is a psychic who gets visions. And all she gets in her visions is just a moment, like maybe five seconds tops of something that's going to happen. And then she does her best to try to make it happen or try to avoid it. But oftentimes, it's her actions that cause the visions to come true. Like there's this episode where she has a vision that her dad is going to get fired at work. So what does she do? She goes to her dad's job and basically annoys her boss to the point where her boss badmouths her to her dad and her dad and him get in an argument, culminating in her dad getting fired. And the, that show is, is so awesome in the way that it shows the way we impact our own lives. The more we're intervening in our lives, the more we're forcing things to happen or forcing things to not happen, the more likely that stuff falls through. So for me, it's more about, yes, knowing what I want. I have my dream, the, you know, my goal, my intention for this life. I've written that down. I want to be the greatest storyteller in the world. Okay, that's my goal. Now, how do I make it happen? What's the work that it's going to take? You know, how, how do I hold myself accountable to that? And at the same time, I'm not going to force myself to write, you know, every second of the day. Instead, I need to find ways that honor myself, that honor my goal, that hold me accountable, 
and and allow opportunities to come to 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 really you know back that to show that so being present and allowing things to happen has nothing to do with being passive it has more to do with being less less arrogant less stubborn you know wanting things to happen a certain way and also let's get it out the way now being present is going to be different to each and every one of you there are some of you who throughout this episode have no idea what being present is have no idea how you can achieve that i'm not the person to teach you you will or someone else will give you the information that things will click i myself don't fully understand what it means to be present and 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 i'm okay with that so this is a spiritual reset for me also a warning to all of you there is a lot of spiritual knowledge about you know on tiktok on on instagram on podcasts that doesn't mean that it's valuable to you and i'm saying that as someone recording a spiritual podcast yes i put a lot of time and effort into this but that does not mean that you need to follow this to the letter you know use your own discernment use your own heart like like you got to discern oh no no use your own discernment not discernment use your own discernment use your heart like listen you know if something resonates it's for you if it doesn't it's not and and be very wary of 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 tiktok right now there's so much information there's a lot of uh exposing the elites and a lot of these uh videos coming up yes like listen we can we can have an episode that gets deep into these conspiracies cuz there's a lot of sinister st- shit going out and about but be very mindful of all the information you take in during this time that's okay that there there you go that's my only little like parental advice other than that this is a reset i'm back for the spirits and poetry we're going to continue on the season and I'm, I'm excited to be back. Thank you for all of you that have listened. If you want to support the podcast, please follow on Instagram at The Spirits and Poetry. If you want to keep up with my artistic work, follow me on Instagram at Jorge Quintana Poetry. Also on TikTok at Jorge Quintana Poetry. I've been posting poems lately. But more than anything, take care of yourselves. I send you all my love and, and whatever you need to do to, to feed yourselves, feed your mind, body, spirit. You deserve it. Till next time.